Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk joining you on a Thursday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffeehouse and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. The wheels are in motion, Robbie, for the Victory Sundays. Oh, we've got it going. I, I spoke with Shane Reed last night. I was actually at uh, Churn and Spoon. Uh, uh, and my wife went to Strange Brew and I went to Churn and Spoon and uh, had a little, little anniversary beverage for dessert there. And... Uh, I sent him a text. I was like, you know, I had this idea. He's like, that was a good idea. And I, and I said, all of my ideas are good. All yes. of my million dollar ideas have been good. I don't. So know are we gonna get? Are we gonna get? This? It's 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 in the works. We got to put it together. Let's he go. said I have to come up with my own signature Sunday. Yeah, it's gonna have to be. You're you're gonna have to come up with the toppings. Yeah. Uh, maybe I can hey assist. Hate ads. Victory Sunday. Yes. I mean, to me, it sounds like a money maker. I, I, I don't so, know how it wouldn't be. Yeah, we'll so. see what happens. All right, so make sure you head over there. You know, you can't have your own Sunday, but you can have your own Sunday, if you know what I'm saying, when you're at Churn and Spoon. Uh, College Corner, great College World Series merchandise now available on sale at collegecornerstore.com or at either College Corner location. They are in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell, and you can pick up something to take with you to Omaha. Shirts with, you know, the whole field on there, which I know a lot of people like to get, or, of course, just Mississippi State gear hats, t-shirts, and if you just want to pick up a brand new polo or one of those Columbia shirts, man, they've got those for you as well. So check them out today. The the best selection of MSU merchandise in central Mississippi is available at College Corner. Humble Taco is Starkville's newest and best Mexican restaurant. If you haven't tried it yet, you are missing out on Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. Stuff you've never tried before, but you have tried it before. You've just never tried it in this way. Everybody likes fried chicken and fried catfish, but in taco form, it takes it to another level. So any kind of uh, eater you've got in the family, vegan, gluten-free, keto, they've got you taken care of at Humble Taco. Go sit out on the patio, tell them to pour your margarita on tap, Enjoy some great Mexican food at Humble Taco on University Drive. Can we give you guys a heads up up front here? We're in a little bit of a time crunch today. Robbie's a busy man. I'm a busy man. we got some things to do beyond the podcast today. So we're just going to try to get through this. We may leave some questions out. A lot of good questions today. Our apologies if uh, you don't get one. So we'll just It's go. Brian's fault. It is my fault. And when you were talking about the, the, the eaters, any kind of eaters, you never mentioned local. You never mentioned a local eater. Well, I'm a respected local eater. That's right. So. You never mentioned that. Well, you just you know, mentioned vegans and gluten-free. Well, I mean, if you're just a person that just likes to eat, you, should, you go to Humble Taco and have a good old time. I promise you that. That's a good point. So, All right, let's jump in with Will Fry. Is this the best chance Mississippi State's had of getting back to the championship since 2013? As far as the field is concerned, I think it is. Actually, 2018 probably was because... They had two chances to get to the championship right. series. I think we talk about before we get there, though. Before yeah, I think out. I think they have a good shot just based on the field that they're playing against. Because if you think about it, you know they've already beaten Texas. Um, Virginia is a beatable team. They're they're playing really well, but they're beatable. Tennessee, I, I don't know what they're going to do. I, I, they're they're a team that um, can really drive it out of the yard. Will they be thinking fly ball when they get there? Will they adjust their approach? Will they be a line drive, ground ball team? Uh, you know, they've been pretty good hitting the ball um, in all phases, but I don't know. But 
I think this side of the bracket is a little more manageable than the other side. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. So I think I, it just depends on how state pitches it. If, if state can contain teams, keep them to, to three or four runs, they have a good shot against everybody. I think in terms of the other teams in the World Series, I agree with you. In terms of state, I think the last year's team or two years ago was far more talented. Absolutely, but so, they had Vanderbilt yeah, on their side of the bracket. Exactly. So that's and the Louisville. in Louisville. Yeah. So so it's sort of a the state's not as good, but the side of the bracket they're on is not as good either. And, and to me, that's the biggest balances. Thing. That's out. the biggest. It's thing. All, it is all about that balance, Robbie. That's right. Uh, Colin Masters, do you think we see Landon Sims out of the pen early more often down the stretch? There is no more down the stretch. We're in the stretch. Yeah. This is the stretch. Yeah. I think the, the way it's set up where even if you lose game one, you have a day off before you play the next game. That helps this a lot. I, I would expect regardless of uh, – unless it's, you know, unless State is blowing Texas out or is getting blown out, Landon Sims is going to pitch against Texas. Yeah, I think you will too. Yeah, I don't know if we see four innings like we no. did the first time. No, because you know, you know, you can, you kind of have established some roles at this point. At that point, you didn't know Lennon Sims was going to be your closer. You just right. knew he had the best stuff out of the bullpen. And he, I mean, you remember the situation: bases loaded, no right? Out. You needed strikeouts, right? So, I don't know. I, I think you will see him more than you have seen him, and we have we, we're starting to see him get stretched out a little bit. He pitched. A, what was it, two innings mm-hmm. the first game against Notre Dame, pitch four. So six innings in a weekend mm-hmm. through probably 80 pitches, I think maybe. Right at 70. Okay. So I, I do think you're going to see him stretched out a little bit. Yeah. And uh, to be honest with you, you know, he looked stronger as the game went yeah. on the other yeah. night. So I, I don't think, I think he's relatively fresh. I, I think that, you know, you could see him two innings, day off, two innings, day off, and, and so on and so forth. And, if you and that's manageable. Bracket, yeah, that's very manageable. If you win those first two games, I don't think you play again till Friday, right? Correct. So you, you if you pitch him those first two games and you close those down, then you have Wednesday and Thursday off, Yeah, and, and he's well-rested. So And then you're talking about one win to get you to the championship series, and then you could get a couple more days off. Mm-hmm. And so then you're talking about do we go three innings with him, four innings with him? So I, I think he will. That's, see a that lot was of the him. plan the whole time was to get to this point, and he's fresh and ready to go. Exactly, so the sorcerer wants us to rank these wrestling promos: Ric Flair's "Tear in My Eye," Dusty Rhodes' "Hard Times Daddy," Macho Man's "Cream Rises to the Top," the CM Punk pipe bomb, and Hulk Hogan's "Bash at the Beach, Turning Heel." <laughs> I would like to throw well, in The Rock becoming the corporate champion and maybe the greatest promo of all time, Austin 316. Yeah. As far as these are concerned, mm-hmm. I said I think I said last week or whenever it was that Pipe, Pipe Bomb is probably one of my most mm-hmm. favorite just because of it was so off the cuff. Yeah. But as far as just legendary, mm-hmm. Ric Flair's and Dusty's has to be at the top. Right. Yeah. So you have to determine which one do you think is the best, which I think is I think it might be Dusty's. I agree. And when you see a picture of Dusty in that suit, you know what he's doing. You know what, what the promo is. Right. Hogan's turning on the fans and really coming out and embracing it is really good, though. Yeah. That may be his best promo. I think, I mean, as strange as, as it sounds, it's, you know, after I said CM Punk's probably my favorite, mm-hmm. I would drop him down to probably three. I mean, yeah. four. Yeah, and then so I would probably say Dusty, Ric Flair after after Royal Rumble, 
Hogan, number three, mm-hmm. CM Punk, number four, and Macho Man, five. Wow, I mean, it's hard to believe putting the Macho Man fifth, but it's, it, I, think, I think your rankings are correct. We'll do one more here from the Sorcerer. Who is the biggest wrestling bust? Um, as far as, far as I mean, hype is concerned, Glacier was pretty bad. Yeah. I'm trying to think of like who WWE, somebody they just built up, and then it just didn't work out. Yeah. Ludwig Borga? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Gl- you know Glacier what, remind- what might be? Luger as, as the All-American guy. Yeah. That did not go the way they wanted it to. Well, the slam of Yokozuna was a great start. Right. And then it just, just kind of... He didn't have the charisma. They, they wanted another Hogan. And it, yeah, he wasn't And it that. never happened. It wasn't that. So, uh, let's see here. Next one comes to us from the American Dream. Do you mind if I use the American Dream voice? Uh, why are you asking okay. me? Okay, you know, I like That's to be a, sure. Daddy, do you think Coach Arnett cracks himself up over his gimmick, if you will? Or do you think he goes home and throws dots at pictures of his own players in disgust? Trying to decide if he is that Canadian Lance Storm or the lethal weapon Steve Blackman. <laughs> it's a good question. I think, I think Arnett is a little self-aware. Hey, I don't think Arnett is nearly as mad about his team as he comes across in, in, in meetings. It, in some instances, I feel like he's just cutting a promo on us. Like he, he's ribbing us. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if he's. I, I'm gonna have to talk to some players off the record. Yeah, and I, I need to find out: is he like this all the time? Is this, mm-hmm. is this him? You know, does he tell y'all that you suck and you and you're good for nothing, or is he just, is he ribbing us? Yeah, like, I, I, I agree. We got to find out. Right. Got a few here from Justin Strawn. It's not really surprising Brandon Woodruff has become a good MLB player. He always had the stuff to be one. Is it surprising he's one of the top five pitchers in Major League Baseball? I'm a little surprised by yeah, that. Yeah, he's a lot better than I thought he would be. Yeah, I mean, like he said, we knew he had great stuff, but he couldn't throw strikes when he was here. He just It seemed like he was you know, a little bit of a head case at times. He had injuries. And I felt like you know he would be pretty good, but when he hit double A mm-hmm. – He's. It's like he hit another level. Like when he got to Biloxi, he just was a different kind of player. Yeah. And now it's just it's unbelievable to see what he is at this point. It's going to be really unbelievable in a few years when Sarantola is one of the top five pitchers in Michigan. When he's the Cy Young winner. Yeah. yeah. I, I. I just see that coming from a mile away, man. I, I can see it. In honor of Gary Henderson being named Utah's coach, how does differently does 2018 play out if he isn't named 20 pitch, er, the pitching coach in 2017? And we had hired some up-and-coming pitching coach. Does it affect state long-term? This is a really good question because Henderson, being a, a being a former head coach, probably helped him a ton just getting everything under control in 2018. And if we had hired some young guy, I mean, you might have seen a scenario where Cohen had to go back and coach because yeah, because he what, wouldn't what be able to handle do? it. I, I think Gary Henderson was huge in what's happening today with Mississippi State. Because I don't think that Mississippi State is the team that they were in 2019 if Elijah McNamee doesn't hit that home run and State doesn't make that run. Right, I agree. And, you know, it, it's a, it was a combination of a lot of, a lot of things and a lot of people. It wasn't just McNamee or Gary Henderson, but that is a good point. I, I feel like Gary Henderson was the perfect man for that situation. To step in and say, hey, guys – we're okay. Yeah. You know, you, you guys are all you got, and we're going to just handle this. And that's what he did. And I know a lot of people were, were sad that he didn't get the opportunity as a head coach at Mississippi State, but 
I think that John Cohen made the right decision. And I'm really happy for Gary Henderson, too, now that he's getting an opportunity because I don't think that that would have been the right fit for Mississippi State moving forward. Right. I think they needed a guy like Chris Lamonis or somebody like that. A younger guy that could take yeah. over the program and I, be here long term. And, and that's not—I mean—that's not to say that Gary Henderson's a bad coach or anything like that. I think he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. I just think it wasn't the right fit for Mississippi State and for him. You know, he—he didn't—he didn't want to stay in that position after he had just led a team to Omaha as a head coach. He wanted to be—he uh, wanted the opportunity to be a head coach again. And he got that opportunity at Utah with a different kind of situation as yeah. the pitching coach and now the head coach. Give me – last one here from uh, from Justin. Give me the MCU movie that fits the following categories. The best, the most underrated, the most overrated, and the worst. Uh, the worst is Captain Marvel for me. I'm not a Captain Marvel fan. It's not a great movie. I, I, I hate getting into the politics of it. Right. I, but I, it's I, just not a great movie. I, I didn't like that. Yeah. Um, top four, top four heroes. Well, we're not doing that right now. We're just doing the, the movie one. Okay, I just pulled this up, yeah. so I was looking so, at it because sometimes to me I forget. the best one is Captain America: The Winter Soldier. You like Winter Soldier? Oh, that's a great. I movie. like I like the first Captain America. I do too, but the, the the Winter Soldier is to me the best one of the bunch. Uh, um, I like Iron Man. Uh, two. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to think. Thor is good. It's good, yeah. I think the most underrated might be Doctor Strange. I wasn't into Doctor Strange. I like that movie. It wasn't bad, but it, I wasn't into it. It has maybe the funniest sequence where he's like, he's talking, I forget what the guy's name is. He's, he's like, Mr. and he says, Doctor. Mr. Doctor. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. And, he, and then he goes, it's strange. Maybe. Who am I to judge? Like, <laughs> that's a great sequence. I, t- I tell you my f- my favorite um, my favorite. Is, this isn't one of the questions, is it? Oh, probably one of my favorite films is uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, everybody loves that though. Um, you know the the as far as the heroes and everything, whatever. Mm-hmm. Just the movie, the the, the humor in it yeah. and everything is that's probably one of my favorites. Yeah. Okay. There's it's difficult to say. Yeah. These answers. All right, uh, let's move on. Uh, Jude Landry wants to know, State has thunder and lightning. Now Cumbus and Clark are the twin towers. I feel like Rowdy and Tanner Allen need a duo nickname. What are your suggestions? Well, they're both uh, little guys, yes. according to some. So yeah. maybe we can call them the uh, the leprechauns or something. Yeah, the I mighty mean, mites. Speaking yeah. of that, that... Tanner Parsons wants to know, given the success Mississippi State has had this year, do you expect Ole Miss to start recruiting shorter players? They should. I mean, obviously, you need to get guys who are down in the strike zone. You've tried some softball players. Might as well, some beer league softball players might as well try out some uh, leprechauns. you got to go another way. Another one from the American Dream. Excuse me. Is there really, really any better fast food than Jack's? I have to stop every time I drive through Alabama. <laughs> I can only assume they have some kind of grudge against the state of Georgia that prevents me from enjoying the hot clogging goodness more frequently, Daddy. <laughs> so I made my first ever. So I don't like to go to Jack's because of the incident that happened in Columbus. Oh, God. I don't want to go into any details about that, but I was like, I'm not ever going to that Jack's. I don't care. Ugh. They could get new management. 
they could raise that building and put another one up. <laughs> I am not ever going to that Jacks. I stopped at a Jacks for the first time ever on my way to the SEC baseball tournament. I wanted some breakfast. They had chicken biscuits on special. Like, it's like two for three dollars. I was like, perfect. They're really good. Really good. Yeah, so Louisville just got a Jacks. I might be stopping at And uh, so uh, my one of my buddies was talking the other day about how great the breakfast was, and I said, I, I told him I, I couldn't believe that you were going to a fast food restaurant for breakfast in Louisville that is literally right by Mary Lou's Biscuit Bar, um, which is right down the street. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the group message just called me an idiot because apparently the breakfast there is incredible at uh, Jack's. So it's really good. Yeah, you, I, you need to try it out. Right. Next time I'm, I'm in Louisville for breakfast, I'll try it. Right. Jason Neal Gaunt, what songs are a must for an Omaha playlist? Well, we just put a 24-hour playlist together. We That playlist is literally long enough for you to drive to from Starkville to Omaha and back, and you never hear the same song twice. And it's it's got, it's got a good mixture. It's, we've got some baseball at the top end of it that's Mississippi State related uh, with some walkout songs both present and past Mm -hmm. and then the rest was just me and you just scrolling through our uh, Spotify at lunch yesterday and saying okay do you want this yes do you want this I mean there were very few that Brian and I called out that we turned down every one of them we were just like oh my gosh yes Brooks White so this is a, a question that I don't know if you and I can answer, and, and we got a lot of these kind of questions. But top five restaurants in Omaha, I've been once. I've only been once. Yeah, you know, I mean, I, ate, I know the place that we ate at, and I thought they were good. Well, I've, I've been, I've been three times, and I still don't know if I could tell you the only the, top the only five. restaurant that I remember the name was the was it eight hundred one chops is that what it was called yes the steakhouse we ate at uh, that that place was delicious it was great I, but, I, mean, I highly yeah. recommend that. Uh, if you're wanting to spend a lot of money, because it's, I mean, if so, you go to any of these steakhouses, you're going to spend a lot of money. What I suggest is this. I always use, there's a restaurant, there's a website called TV Food Maps. Any restaurant that's ever been on television is on that, that that's what I use for a lot of my research. But then just use TripAdvisor, you know, use uh, use your Yelp, and then, then go that way. At the, um, you know, around the stadium, they have the Mattress Factory and... The um, there's another restaurant over there that's really good on the corner that mm-hmm. we went and ate lunch. Yeah, um, Zesto's obviously for for ice cream just for the nostalgia. Yeah, um, and then if they got the Spezio, I'm gonna go check out Spezio's and see yeah. if they have this. They have the brunch buffet. If they have the brunch buffet at this place, mm-hmm. it's Italian restaurant that had a brunch buffet. It was the greatest thing ever. It was fantastic. Um, I'm gonna check that out and, and report back. Dang it. Jacob Wright, would Ole Miss ever hire Canizero? It'd be funny if they did, but no. Yeah, I mean... I mean, I, I say no. If he were to go to a small school and start winning and then go to a mid-major and win there, then maybe, yeah, at some point if they needed a head coach, they'd look at him. That's that's what he's going to have to do, I think. Yeah. I, don't, I don't see him getting a Power 5 job no. directly from Holy Cross High School or right. wherever he's at right now. Right. Uh, Carson Young, what do you think of the, the ceiling is for Cumbus and Clark next season? Is it 30 home runs between them? Uh, yeah, 12, 12 to 15 home runs each, yeah. I think. I mean, both of these guys have the chance to make a big jump. I agree. Brian McDuff wants to know if either of us know Kung Fu. No, I don't know. I do not. I do not know any uh, martial arts. If I tried to do like a roundhouse kick or something, I would probably tear my hamstring. I will roundhouse you. I don't think I could do it. He also wants to know. Can we make a rule to never play Notre Dame on Sundays again? I didn't. I hadn't considered that angle of it. 
playing Notre Dame on a Sunday, the Lord's was the, Day. Was the national championship on um, Sunday in the women's yes. game? Ooh. Wasn't it on Easter Sunday? Uh, it was on WrestleMania Sunday. I, I th- was that Easter? I don't remember, but I, I remember it being. It was on a I think Sunday. I remember it being on WrestleMania because it was WrestleMania. Will Salmon and I were talking about yeah. that. It was. It, we were, was, it was a Sunday though, for sure. And I think the the previous. Uh, you, can't, you can't play the church on Sunday. No, you can't. So. McDuffie but was. Mississippi State had Jim Caviezel in town who played Jesus Christ exactly. in the Passion of the Christ, and Correct. I think that turned the tide for Mississippi State, to be honest with you. Yeah. All right. Uh, Stephen Burton, you get to pick any reliever in MSU history and add him to the current roster for the rest of the season, but he can't start or open a game. Who and why? Any reliever? So I'm going to say, like, Pete Young or... Yeah, I want a setup guy at this point. I don't, I don't need a closer. John um, Harden. Jacob Lindgren is the obvious Lindgren, choice. Yeah, Lindgren's probably the best. He player. wasn't really a closer, per se. I mean, he yeah, did he come became, in. He sort of evolved into it. Yeah. Um, John Harden, Jacob Lindgren. Um, Thigpen, Thigpen was a closer, I guess. Yeah. Lindgren's probably the right answer. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Golly, no. can you imagine no. him coming from the left side and then going to Landon Sims? I mean, you're oh talking about <laughs> if State has the lead in the fifth. The Bring game, him in. The game is over. You get six. You get the sixth and the seventh from Jacob Lindgren, and you the get the eighth and ninth from – The game's over. You have oh. no chance to win. Oh, my Lord. That bunch, would be insane. Bunch of Omaha questions here. Uh, That's what, okay. Ryan Sims, what's your favorite thing to do outside of the park while in Omaha? Eat. <laughs> There's a of lot course. of good restaurants. Um – I went to, in 2007, I went to Nebraska, the University of Nebraska, yeah. and toured the football facilities. That's cool. Uh, which I don't think I was supposed to go on the tour that I did. It was like a self-guided tour, and I ended up on the field. And You have a knack for that. Yes. So I, I walked through this the wrong door, and I went through the locker room at Nebraska, and then ended up in the tunnel that comes out into the field. And uh, a security guard somehow found me and said I wasn't supposed to be out there. But they had a pretty cool stadium. We got to go see Larry the Cable Guy's suite. (laughs) So, yeah, he's a big Nebraska fan. I did not know that. Dalton Lee wants to know if we have any tips on how to ball on a budget in Omaha, recommendations, et cetera. It's incredibly difficult because the hotel room – if State makes it to the national championship game, the hotel bill alone is going to be close to $2,000. The answer to this question is get a group of people. Yeah, and get an Airbnb. Again, 2007, I was with three other people, and we split the cost in the hotel room, which I was with media relations, so I had a credential coverage, so that doesn't count for the ticket. But the tickets are not expensive. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, You can get cheap GA tickets, but as far as like, you know, spending, you know, money for food and stuff, it's going to be difficult. And that's why you have to, that's why you have to make the decision do you come up early or later? I would say that your best bet, if you have a group, is it's because you couldn't do this in 07 and it didn't really exist, was to get like an Airbnb mm-hmm. and cook. Go to the grocery store, find find an Airbnb that has a grill. Yeah. And and cook out. Have cookouts. Bring, bring some stuff from your house. Yeah. Stuff you know, like to that. eat. You know, that's how you have to look. If you go out, yeah, and buy beer at the store. But yeah, there's not that many people that come up and stay the entire duration. Yeah. Most of the people that's have to make a decision. Usually, yeah. Do we come to the, for the first two games, or do we see if they can win a couple? And because on the weekend, if it gets if Mississippi State gets the national championship, there will be twenty thousand state fans yeah, there. Exactly. But for for the first couple of games, we'll probably see 
you know, maybe 2000 or something. Right. Let's, so we don't forget, let's just go ahead and do the ads right now. That's brought to you by our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef. I was just mentioning, you know, you, you got to have uh, some, some, some stuff on the grill. Well, Welcome Home Beef would definitely be something you could pack up in the cooler and take with you. Great steaks, burgers. If you want to do some roasts, briskets, tri-tip, all the great cuts of the cow are available at Welcome Home Beef, and they are all delicious. Call them today, stop by, see what they can do for you. That number is 662-268-8148, or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef! It just tastes good. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. Man, just such a great place to go have, grab a lunch, grab dinner, or just grab a good time. The big patio out there, great place to people watch in the Cotton District. You know, a Friday, Saturday night at, at Two Brothers is always a good time, guaranteed. Head over there today. Check out the menu. Not just barbecue at Two Brothers. So much more on that menu than just barbecue. It's smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems wants you to be taken care of in two different ways. They take care of you with all of their products, and they have a list, a laundry list of products that your business needs. Technology upgrades, copiers, printers, anything that you need to print, to mail, to collate, they have something for you there, and they back all of their products up with great customer service, local customer service, the kind you expect from your next-door neighbor. That's what Advantage Business Systems is. They are a local business, a Mississippi business that does business with Mississippians. Call them today. Find out how they can help you like they've helped so many other businesses over the past 50 years. That number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Jason and Flagstaff wants to know, is Mississippi State the Jerry Lawler of college baseball? Are we finally ready to slingshot Kurt Henning over the turnbuckle and into the post to win the title? Basically, is MSU the best college baseball program to have never won the national title? I think it's. I think the, the correct answer there is Florida State. Because, I mean, they have so many more. They have more, a lot more appearances in the College World Series than State does. But State's probably that next one down. Yeah, I think Clemson might be up there, too. I think it's like Clemson and Mississippi State underneath Florida yeah. State. Um, Arizona but, State is probably in that discussion. I don't think they won a national title. But as far – I mean, Mississippi State has more support than all of those teams from oh, yeah, a fan's yeah, perspective sure. and uh, money being put into those programs. Uh, so states quickly rising to the top of that list of teams that haven't won at all. I just don't know. I don't. I don't know when it's going to come, but you feel like it's going to happen eventually. I mean, yeah. eventually they're going to go on a run. Yeah, I agree. And I've always said, if you just get there, yeah, it, it, you feel like at some eventually point eventually the breaks will go your way. And um, you know that that's why I don't like putting all your stock into you know whether a team is successful or not into the national championship. I agree. So it's just so hard to do. Yeah. And it takes a lot of luck, too. Yeah. Trey O'Brien wants to know, is it fair to say state baseball is forever done with the nickel black uniforms? I, I don't know. I don't know if forever, but for this year, yes. Yeah, they're they're, they're, they're O of their last three, and none of those have been good showings. Yeah, I agree. Courtney Robb, our good friend, our favorite place to go in Omaha. We know the answer to this. It's T. Henry's. T. Henry's. It's going to be lit. And, and, say anyway. and if nobody's ever been there, mm-hmm. it's amazing. Yeah. Carter Bentley, what was your favorite moment from the weekend? For me, it was when a Notre Dame coach threw us a ball on the right field berm that said, no matter the outcome today, thank you for a fantastic experience in Starkville. And he's got a picture of the ball right there. Cool. I thought my favorite moment was Rowdy's home run. That's when I, I, 
I felt like State had grabbed control of the game, and really I thought was going to grab control of the Super Regional at that point. That was that was one of them. Um, I thought his play in center field was mm-hmm. was one of the best because I just That's felt good. like that turned the game. The, the first Sims Cavadas at bat where he struck him out was was fun. Right, there were a lot of fun moments in here. Um, and the, and that eighth inning too, when Sims was he struck out three straight. I mean the crowd ten, ten when pitches. he got that when he got the first guy, mm-hmm. everybody stood up and just stayed, stayed standing. I mean. That guy is is a straight up electric factory, and I don't think that anybody, any other player since I've been around Mississippi State baseball, mm-hmm. has had that kind of energy with the fan base. Jonathan Holder is probably the closest, and it's a little different though because Holder wasn't a blow you away. I mean, yeah. yeah, he could strike you out, but it was with that that curveball. So. He was just a great pitcher. I was right. telling Theo DeRosa the other night when um, somebody was trying to bunt. Mm-hmm. I was telling him about how teams used to try to bunt on Jonathan Holder, and mm-hmm. he would just throw the curveball over the bat, yeah, and would strike him out. Like yeah. I, yeah. I, I had never seen anything like that. Another another good moment, not for Mississippi State, but Cavadas's home run was fun to watch. Oh, I watched that again last night. <laughs> Dave Neal, Dave Neal was just hilarious. laughing. He was just laughing at it. So, <laughs> Jeff Hart, why was Coors illegal east of Texas? I've never known the answer to this. I don't understand why. Like. They ship Budweiser everywhere. Why could you not ship Coors? Because it's the banquet beer of the mountains. I guess. So you get out of the mountains. Yeah. Well, there's the, the Appalachian Mountains. Yeah. So, uh, what's your favorite barbecue sauce? Do you have one? Um, I'm trying to think about specific barbecue sauces. I mean, you you can't beat the old Sweet Baby Ray's. That's a good one. Um, I'm a, I'm a Dreamland barbecue sauce is my favorite. Yeah, it's pretty good. I think Little Dewey has good barbecue sauce. And it's nice and sweet. Yeah. Um, I made some one time uh, from just my own sauce, just kind of like fluky. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah. All right, RJ Sweatman. I thought of sending Coach Arnett a message stating how well I've thought his defenses have performed. Should I? You're gonna, no. You're going to get yelled at. Like, do you Do you have a strong will? Yeah. Because uh, he will make you cry if you don't. I appreciate it, but you're wrong. <laughs> Pistachios are delicious. Why were they dyed red at one time, and why did they stop? Is it because Ole Miss is red and they suck? Well, the, the second part of that question is unassailable. I don't. You remember, do you remember when pistachios used to be red? I've never been a pista- pistachio. I guy. love pistachios, uh, yeah. and I don't remember that either. You would you would eat them, and your fingers and your mouth would just be coated in red. Did dye. it have like the shell on it? Yeah, yeah. You got to okay. peel the shell. Yeah. Was the shell red, or was yeah? The, was it, yeah, the whole thing was red. Uh, I don't I don't know why that would be. Why would you do that? So, with Arkansas going down, did you feel it was only a matter of time to their offense let them down? I mean, hitting. I did. I did think that. Yeah, but I didn't think it was going to be then. During the SEC tournament, I, I remember tweeting after the SEC tournament that I've just been waiting for them to to slump, and they just had not. Yeah. They they were not great offensively. I know they had the twenty one runs or whatever uh, against NC State, but over the last few weeks of the season, they were not just blowing the doors off offensively. You know, they had. A series there where they they I think it might have been Georgia, where they were struggling to score some runs, and uh, you know in the SEC tournament they were they were just okay, mm-hmm. and the regional they almost got put out of that. So they were kind of flirting with disaster there, and they just went cold at the wrong time those last two games. And I've seen some people blame Kevin Copps, but 
three runs should win that ball game. Yeah, I agree. And and he got I mean, he did a pretty good job there. We have a source that I can't reveal, but I, I have the numbers on the Cavadas home run now. The like exit velocity and all that and the exit velocity was one fifteen. Oh my Lord. Do you want to guess the, the, the how far it went? Uh I'm gonna say four hundred and forty five. Five oh two. You're kidding me. That's what it says. The pitch that he hit was ninety four. You're kidding me. That's what it says. That and that's what I've always said about. <laughs> that's oh my lord! That's what I've always said about Landon Sims and, and guys like oh, if that. You turn I mean, around if yeah. you if you can connect on it, yeah. you got a chance. But that's why I felt good about him though. With a six run lead, they're not going to hit a six run home run. I mean, yeah. they're, and they're not and they're not going to hit six home runs off of him. Yeah. So here we go. That's why you bring him in right there. But, Sheldon, oh my God! Yeah. Five hundred feet. That's crazy. Sheldon Nations, rank these in the following. Rank the following in the order of irony: okay. a black fly in your Chardonnay, a death row pardon two minutes too late, a free ride when you've already paid, the good advice that you just can't take. I have to feel that a death row pardon two minutes too late is number one. Somebody has died, and they should have not have been. I enjoy Alanis Morissette. I do too. I'm gonna go death row pardon. Free ride. I mean, you already paid. You know, you lost that money. What's and the black fly in the Chardonnay? Well, you got it. You got you, you bought a nice glass of wine, and a fly gets in there. Oh, nobody okay. wants that. But still, I don't. I don't drink wine, so that's last for me. And then the good advice you can't take is third. Fair. Yeah, sure. Okay, we'll go with it. I'm just I, the song's running through my head yeah. right now, so now I can't get it out. All right. Eric Busby, in twelve words or less, honor of honor in honor of State's twelfth trip to Omaha. How did our little guys make it this far this season? I think I can do this in four words. You ready? Little guys, big hearts. There you go. Done. Can't lose. Rank these Friday night starters. Brantley, DuBose, Mahalam, Stratton, Hudson, Small. Oh, my goodness. So here's what might surprise you. I know who's last right off the bat. Um, Chris Stratton. No. No. Dakota Hudson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I missed Dakota Hudson yeah. there. Yeah, absolutely, because he wasn't... He was really good in sixteen, but mm-hmm. that was his one really good season. Yeah, and he wasn't dom- and, and, he wasn't just like. And Stratton only had really one good season, but he was dominant. Ethan Small is in the top end categories of he's, he's, starters in Mississippi State history. I think he's second in the. I, I would put him ahead of Mahalam. I'm going to go. I'll tell you mine, and you just tell me where you disagree. Brantley, Small, Mahalam, Dubose, Stratton. Hudson. The only reason that I would disagree is DuBose played, I think, in a more offensive he did. game, and he was dominant. Yeah. I um, love that. I might go DuBose over Small. Okay. Just because of the, the game he was playing in at the time. And it got a little more offensive against Small in 19, but I just think he was the trendsetter for left-handers, big left-handers at Mississippi State, and was probably the greatest to that point and might be still the greatest. Yeah. I'll go Brantley, Dubose, Small, Mahalam, Stratton, Hudson. Okay, I can live with that too. But Zach that that is a it's a great argument to have. Yeah, no, you're right. Zach DePriest has a question that is so complicated. That's a whole show. We're not answering that one. He's he's the one that had the, the question about the uh, we we we, we want to see the parting of the Red Sea. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah. It's a good question, but man, that's, I don't have time for that. <laughs> Leighton Jeremy, how, hearing that Mike Bianco is the front runner for the LSU job, how, what are your thoughts on that? And most importantly, he, he has not been able to find when Ole Miss plays this weekend. 
Uh, Ole Miss does not play this weekend. Their season is over. You might can find a summer ball schedule for some of the players. You can always watch the season. There you go. It's that was playing the other day in the, in the press, box. press box. For I walked reason. in, I was like, I'll watch literally anything else with this. <laughs> um, as far as as far as far uh, the hire, if it's made, I think it's a uh, – you've already done your stuff. That was uh, for something else. Okay. I think it's a good, a really good hire for LSU. Um, I think he's a great coach. But I just don't – for their expectations, I don't know if he's going to be able to deliver. I mean – it's not like he was devoid of talent at Ole Miss. He inherited a bad situation there, and he built it into, you know, one of the better jobs in the country. But he also had some great talent over the years, and he went to the Omaha once. If you go to Omaha one time in five years at LSU, mm-hmm. you're a complete failure. Yeah, no, I agree. So, uh, you know, the the it, the pressure there is infinitely greater than it is at Ole Miss. And, and there was a lot of people that wanted him yep. gone for the last 10 years. The other side of looking at those, you can do, you can recruit better at LSU. So maybe those guys – I mean, you, you can recruit missing, better, but, I mean, I it's know. not like you're – I mean, you're, t- you're talking about, you know, a top 10 I'll, roster as compared to a top five. I would say I mean, this. I would say that if, if Bianco is your third option, which it appears that he is, that's a good third option. Yeah, no, they're they have, they're in good shape, yeah. and if if Cliff they'll, Godwin is also there, yeah, they'll be fine. So yeah, I mean they're they're going to make a good hire if it's either one of those guys. Yeah, I'm just thinking about are they going to be okay with 45 wins and and getting bounced in the super regional routinely? Right. If he if that's what he's going to deliver. Right. Caleb Glover has Robbie ranks wrestlers, Lita, Trish Stratus, China, Awesome Kong, and AJ Lee. Um. Let's go with Trish Stratus, mm-hmm. Lita, mm-hmm. China, mm-hmm. Awesome Kong, and AJ Lee. Okay, I can live with that. Just because uh, Trish Trish is going to be my number one always, yeah, yeah. and Lita yeah. is going to be my number two. So yeah, I agree with that. China, as far as being a trendsetter, is yeah. probably number yeah, one. I but yeah. I, I would rather I would rather go Trish and Lita first. Right. Hey, Dad's hand pick hankering. Country ham or sugar ham? I would go country ham. I like my meat to not taste like dessert. Yeah, I'm perfectly fine with that. Uh, could Tyler Horka have gotten a more awkward circumstance to changing jobs? Poor guy. I, I, first off, you know he took that job weeks ago. It was a complete fluke. Yeah, it was a fluke, but it was kind of funny. So, last question. What is your favorite Keanu Reeves film? Bill and Ted. Point Break. Both good ones. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. All right. Miller time. Long story short on this one with the college football expansion going to 12 teams. He says Mike Leach would have had two teams in his career that probably would have been in the situation, been in the mix. So assuming the playoff has expanded to 12 in the next few years, was will Mike Leach, Leach reach the playoff during his tenure here? I believe he has an opportunity. We, we about He'll state, have a year. State working in cycles and having that year where they jump up to 10 wins. Yeah. You have, you have that opportunity. Because State's been on the verge of that top 12 or in the top 12 a few times. Would have Well, it, under it, if you go back to 14, they would have gotten in. Yes. And I guess if you go back to 99, they would have gotten in there. But, you know. so But they've also been like an Egg Bowl win away. Yeah, 15, something like that. Yeah. yeah so maybe 17. I don't yep. know. Uh, let's see here. Butch Bailey. Oh, Robbie. 
<laughs> Marry, date, kill the Arkansas baseball fan base, the South Carolina women's basketball fan base, the Alabama football fan base. Here's what I have to say. I'm going to I'm gonna kill the South Carolina women's basketball fan base. I'm with you. Somebody's going to take that sound clip and just make it viral, and yeah. I'm going to be in trouble. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, Nobody do that. Let's, oh. I'm going to marry the Alabama football fan base. I think so, too. I have never had an issue. I haven't had an issue with them. Yeah. And and, are we talking the, you know, the, the crew that is going to Walmart and yeah. buying their Alabama gear, though? Or are we talking Twitter Alabama fan base? We're talking about the Alabama. you got to take, take everybody. Yeah. I'm, so, still, I'm still sticking with them. Okay, yeah. We'll go with so, them, and then we're going to date the Arkansas And why do you stop fan dating somebody? You find out they're no fun. That's what Arkansas fan, baseball fans are. But the South Carolina women's basketball fan base, they're gone immediately. Yeah, I agree. Which I've already basically done by muting every single person that comes in my timeline. Harlow Gold, have either of you met the gentleman that sits behind home plate that wears the cowboy hat, a true maroon? I, we, I have not met him. He's a friend of Joel Coleman's, though. Yeah, they're neighbors. They're neighbors, yeah. I, I, uh, yeah seems I like just a jovial, like, just he's having super fun. fun. He's having guy. a good time. He is guy. having a great time. And, man, that so. dude is just giving people the business back there. Love it. I want to know what he said whenever – um, the home run by Cavadas was hit because I saw him kind of like yelp something. Yeah, I just want to know what was said right there. Probably the same thing that Rick Cleveland said whenever the ball left the bat, which yeah. I can't repeat on this right. show. Yeah, you're correct. Uh, let's see here. Um, if State makes Sean Brown, if State makes it to the championship series, which team would you rather see them face? Stanford. Um, uh, North Carolina State. Yeah, Basically, NC State probably. No, I, I, the other two teams. I don't want to play Vanderbilt or Arizona. Yeah. Arizona would be more manageable from a pitching standpoint, mm-hmm. but I, I would want to see somebody that's not going to hit. Yeah. Because that can that can get kind of overwhelming and you get caught up. I, I mean, you, you, can, you can find ways to get big hits against good pitchers, but uh, you don't uh, you don't want to face somebody that's just – out there crushing the ball. Yeah. Another one from Sean Brown. Lamontis now has back-to-back trips to Omaha. How many seasons does he get not going to Omaha before he gets put on the hot seat? Come on, man. We're doing this? Come on, Sean. Let's wait. Let's yeah, wait let's, until it actually mind. happens. Yeah. Uh, the Flying M, this is for you, Robbie. You ever use spider tack while pitching? No. <laughs> I wish I could have seen his eyes roll back in his head there. That was funny. No. Uh... I feel like we've answered all of Matt Black's questions, and we all know what Omaha stands for. Uh, what does it stand for, Brian? Ole Miss at home again. Oh, okay. Never heard that one. Yeah. Jacob Tarver is the most intriguing first-round matchup in Omaha, Rocker versus Arizona's Hot Bats. Yes. 100% yes. Yeah, that is going to be fun to watch. And like I said, to beat to beat Rocker and Lighter, you're going to have to barrel up the fastball. Mm-hmm. And lay off the slider if it's possible because he throws Rocker throws that for strikes. Yeah. So it's just it's so hard to beat that. You just have to you have to find a way to stay in the game when he's out. Mm-hmm. Robbie, you've been an absolute blast having on the show. What has been your favorite part of being on Thunder and Lightning? Oh, thank you. Um, the, just talking sports with Hey Dad is is always fun. I mean, hey, just sitting here kind of bannering back and forth and this is this is great too i love doing this yeah. even though brian is is rushing us through it again blame him for this we're, we're, we're doing okay though gil man playing with his always famous pick two leave one harry potter goosebumps hardy boys 
Um, Harry Potter and Goosebumps. Okay, I can live with that. Hardy Boys was fun as a kid, yeah. but that's that's a it's you know it's so yeah it's not it, it hasn't held up. The Goosebumps uh, series was great. So I, and, I'm a little old for that, but I'll take yeah. word for it. Professor X, Magneto, or Wolverine? Um, I'm gonna pick Wolverine and Professor X. Ooh, I'm picking Wolverine and Magneto. King cake, ice cream cake, cheesecake. Cheesecake and ice cream cake. Yeah, King Cake's out. I'm not a big fan. Christian Bale, Leo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt. Uh, DiCaprio and Bale. Yes. Yeah. I'm definitely not kicking a Batman out, and DiCaprio's awesome. ZZ Top, Leonard Skinner, Creedence Clearwater Revival. Ooh, that's tough. Big CCR fan, and it's tough to beat Leonard Skinner, but mm. ZZ Top's awesome, too. Jeez. I'm kicking out Skinner. I'm, I'm going to kick out Skinner as much as I hate it. I don't want to hear Sweet Home Alabama. Yeah, that, well, you know, the rest of their catalog's really good. Let's go, let's go ZZ and, and CCR. All right. We're going to answer half of Hammy Sin's question here. <laughs> What are the top five towns in Mississippi, not including Starkville, which is an obvious number one? It is not number one. Vicksburg, Vicksburg. Mississippi is number one. I enjoy Vicksburg. I'm, I w- yeah. will probably include that in my top five. Vicksburg. Louisville. Sure. <laughs> Tied for first. Sure. Starkville can be in the top five. He said Hatt- not including Starkville. All right, fine then. Hattiesburg. I love Hattiesburg. Yeah. Biloxi. No, no. Sorry. Ocean Springs. Okay. Oh, have you been to Ocean Springs lately? It's like uh, a college not, town. Not lately, but they I enjoyed the area case of sometimes. town where it's just like bars and restaurants within walking distance. It's incredible. Nice. So Ocean Springs, uh, South Haven. A lot going on in South Haven. Yeah, I guess we're close to Memphis. Right there by Memphis. Tupelo's a fun town. Tupelo's Tupelo. nice. There we go. And then tied for sixth would be Shookalock. Yeah, you like uh, the uh, the area around Macon, huh? Yeah, it's great. Well, we know Lee Battle is going to be pumped by that answer. <laughs> and Chris Jones, the coach at Starville. There you go. Colt Weezy, Colton Watson. How can I be out of milk when I have no milk, but when I have some in my fridge, I'm not in of milk? Um, I think you've gone too far with these these now. You're it's kind of like the out of order and in order question, I guess. Mm-hmm. We all love to play the pick only one, two, three players from any era for the 2021 team. How come Jake Mangum has never picked for this? Who is not picking Jake Mangum? We, we did pick him. Uh, didn't we pick him when we were talking about center fielders not too long ago? I think so, yeah. Why yeah. would we not do that? I mean, yeah, I would I would take him today. Yeah. Uh, excluding Mangum, Bailey Howell, and Dak, who deserves a statue at Mississippi State? Um, whoever wins the first about, national title. Yeah. So I mean, well, it would it would be a coach. I'll tell you it right would now. Be, are we doing coaches or players? Because I would do Ron Polk. Ron Polk. I, you know what would have been one that would have been if they had won the national title? That picture of Morgan William, Victoria Vivians, Blair Schaefer. Yeah, walking, walking. Yep. That could have been it. If they would have won it that, that year, been I would have put that outside of the home. Yeah. So, and and, and you know. If if Tier McCowan is definitely one. If Tier McCowan becomes like WNBA Player of the Year be that, yeah. and a and you know the you know Hall of Famer, you just put two, you put a statue of Bailey Howell and a statue of Tier McCowan next yeah. to each other. Yeah, works perfect. I'd be good with that. Last one. If you could have sports game series and season results revealed to you before they happen, would you or would you rather be surprised? I would rather be surprised. Would you? I'd rather them be revealed to me so I can go to the casino. Yeah, I guess so. 
I, I, I don't like billionaire. I hate sitting in the press box. Oh yeah, with like Dalton or you and people telling me what's happening before it happens when I'm watching it on my computer. I don't want to hear that. I want to watch the game unfold. I don't yeah. want you to tell me, oh, somebody just hit a home run. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see here. Slack Nola says. My now three-year-old attended nearly every home game this season, notable exceptions being the Arkansas series and the Sunday game against Notre Dame. Twelve hours in the car is a long trip for a toddler, but we don't want to risk letting the dogs down. Does the good luck, bad luck carry over from the dude to TD and marriage race? So basically this kid was there for every game except the one state lost. He's a good luck charm. Well, you have to take your kid to Omaha. you got to give it a try. I mean, there's no other choice. I I agree with that. Uh, Let's see here. Hunter Griffin, what are your thoughts on changing out the fourth quarter song from Don't Stop Believing to Friends in Low Places? No. I'm not a – I'm kind of uh, ready to kind of move on from Don't Stop Believing a little bit. I am bit. too, but I don't think Friends in Low Places no. is the right choice. No. I'm also I'm, – I'm, I'm a little done with the whole – now it's time for the fan-picked – Yeah, just on. play just the song. Play it. You don't have to just – You don't, don't have, have to do the ironic – Yeah, It's dumb. And, and we in the light show too. It, yeah, it, I it think it didn't sense. work. Michael Estes, what MSU current MSU baseball player most likely to have a long professional career? It's Sarantola. Um, I might go with a a positional player. Logan Tanner. Um, Logan Tanner, maybe even Kellum Clark. Logan Tanner is a, is a catcher who's a plus defensively and yeah. can hit for power. That's yeah. something you don't you, know, you can use. I could see it. Yeah. Uh, Josh Patrick, who are your favorite comedians to watch or listen to? Robbie could do a Nate Bargates impression pretty easily. Do you know who that is? No, I don't. All right, we're gonna have to go find him out later. Do you have a favorite um, comedian? I'm a big Bill Burr fan. I think he's hilarious. Um, who was the guy that did the the skit that you sent me that time in the DM? Oh, Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Hilarious. That guy's, I mean, we he's talk about not him. safe for work, yeah. but the, did you see the the clip of, of him and, and the Kool-Aid? The, oh, my God. I, that, I, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> you guys drinking 64 ounces of Kool-Aid in the Good morning. for him. Look at all the water yeah. he's drinking. Yeah. That was great. I love that guy. I, I love old school Mitch Hegberg. Yeah, that's good. He was a genius. Um, Carlin was really good yeah. back in the day. I love Anthony Jeselnik, but I'm just a sick person like that. Yeah. Yeah. So. All right. Uh, let's see here. Now we're just into some random mentions here. So give me a moment. There's a lot of those. Well, yeah, it happens. Uh, Austin Rogers, how do you feel about Julio Jones to the Titans? Makes their Super Bowl contender, for sure. They've already... I mean, they were on the verge here, and now they've added another. That offense is going to be incredible. Really? And they're you good have, defensively, too. You have two or three legit wide receiver options, and then you have probably the best back in the league back mm-hmm. there, just a freak show. I mean, the defense is getting better. They're they're going to be really good. Yeah. Norm wants to know, do either of us play fantasy sports or have any other nerdy hobbies other than watching wrestling? Who are you calling a nerd, Norm? What's up with that? You want a piece of me? Yeah, I have I have like two or three fantasy football leagues. I have yeah. a fantasy basketball league. I play fantasy basketball. So that's probably that would probably be my I play a lot of video games. That's my nerdy hobby. I don't play a lot of video games. I'm I've actually been selling all my Xbox three sixty games. I just don't have time to do that. Nice. Um other than that, 
research, uh, stats, stats research. Um, I'm a big nerd about that. Anthony Mitchell wants to know, if Robbie was missing a finger and talked with an Ackerman accent, would he be the perfect co-host? Well, I'm getting close to the Ackerman accent. I mean, because yeah, I have your, your the, accent's country enough. Actually, I'm getting a further away, I guess I should say, from the Ackerman accent. Uh, people don't know this, but I was born in Ackerman. Yeah. Uh, so Joel and I are Ackerman brethren. My parents live there and have lived there for about 16 years total. So uh, I lived there for I lived there for like five years. Your dad is Big Daddy. Why does your mom da- not have a nickname? Uh, her nickname is Juji. Juji. Yes. Okay, I can live with that then. Yep. Big Daddy, if you're and married my daughter, to Big Daddy, you need my daughter. For some reason, she started calling when she was about a year and a half. She started calling him Baba. Uh-huh. So his nickname for her for her is Baba. Okay, the, she's the only person that calls him that. Okay, well, I call him Big Daddy. You should. Oh, well, I do. I don't know where he came up with that. He just said he wanted to be called Big Daddy, and that's, that's how you know you're a you're a legend. Yes, is if you can say. I want to be like if I just said, "Hey, Robbie, I want to start." People start calling me Big Daddy. You would laugh. To do it, you would no, no. You would laugh. You would laugh. People would be like, "Hey, Dad, I'm not calling you Big Daddy," but Big Daddy you said one day, that. "I want to be called Big Daddy." And I was like, "Yes, sir, Big Daddy." He's he is a legend. He is a legend, um, and I think anybody, everybody that's listening to this should should know him. I, I agree. Bo Reinwald, who is the most annoying po- poster on twenty four seven, and why is the answer Hunter? Oh, hotty toddy Hunter, HTH. Hunter's my guy. I, I don't. He is an Ole Miss fan. He is a Mississippi State fan no, that no. does not cheer against Ole Miss. No, don't, 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 don't be. He's don't. been there. He's been on our website since he was 15 years old. Don't believe the hype. I mean, I, I have no problem calling him out for being for for taking up for Ole Miss, but I think he is a legitimate State fan as well. The most I just annoying. think he's different than most State fans. He doesn't hate Ole Miss. The, the most annoying posters on 24-7 to me are two people. Dog Chat, who who, twi- who makes everything like a, a, a Shakespearean soliloquy. <laughs> like, I don't understand why you type like that, man. And then, I'm not going to make this up, Jay Smiley. I swear, Mike Leach could walk to that guy's house, slap him in the mouth, and sleep with his wife, and he would come on the board and be like, well, I think that was a good idea by Coach, to be honest with you. So, he also said that you could cure coronavirus by drinking water. So, not a fan of Jay Smiley. If you're listening, Jay Smiley. Do you mean Smiley Jay? Whatever he is, yeah. Yeah, Smiley Jay. Like, literally, that is the guy who is the typical, the coaches can do no wrong. They could like tell his kids, "You're trash," and like, huh, "You deserved it." I'll be honest with you, you are trash. The coaches are right. <laughs> so, oh, uh, I will not disparage these great members of yes, our yes, side. Yes, I understand. Cooper Gordon, what are the odds Coach Cheryl gives the same Texas speech to the baseball boys where he castrated the bull? Let's do it again. You'll get a bull. Just do it. Do it on the old Rosenblatt field that's now, like now yeah. a wiffle ball stadium. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> Uh, let's see here. Dog for life. Are there any places on campus that you live that are now gone? I have two, Hightower and Arbor Acres. I never lived on campus. I lived at oh. College Station. It's still there. Uh, which it needs to you cannot down. destroy. Yeah. Uh, and I had the time of my life there. Two of the places uh, I, I lived on campus are gone. I lived in Arbor Acres as well, and I lived at Evans Hall. Those are gone. Oh, I stayed at Evans Hall about Four or five years um, every summer during uh, Mississippi State basketball camp. 
What's the craziest wrestling event you ever went to live? I went to an ECW event and it was insane. That had to be oh well. Awesome. I wish I could have done that. I mean, craziest would just be WrestleMania for me. I mean, yeah. I went to two WrestleManias at the Superdome and it was just insane. Yeah, I've never been. I, I mean, went, the only other place I've been with that many people was an Alabama game. I went to uh, Spring Stampede in Tupelo where the main event was Savage and DDP in a no holds barred match. Oh yeah, that was insane. Yeah, and a friend of mine who's a cop got to arrest, got to quote arrest Scott Steiner. How about that? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Adam Johnson, Happy Father's Day to y'all. I've got three daughters. Man, when I hear someone say holler "Hey, Daddy," I can usually tell it's for me by the voice. Brian, do you ever hear "Hey, Dad" and think someone is calling you by name all the time? Like I was just, I'll be out at like Walmart and I'll just hear somebody say, Hey dad, and I'll turn around and it's some kid talking. I heard dad. somebody whenever I was uh, going to the restroom at the baseball game the other day say, Hey dad. Mm-hmm. And I thought about that exact thing. Yeah. It happens. It happens. Kind of crazy. All right. We, 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 are, we are working through our, my mentions here. A lot of stuff happening. These ribs from yesterday. My God. So- Je- Jeffrey Phelps is in the middle of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. All right, Alexandra Watson. I work with some Ole Miss fans. What's the best way to handle their negativity and sour grapes attitude of them not making the College World Series? I actually had a guy tell me it was good because he could start his vacation sooner. That's not sour grapes. That's He's trying to find a positive. I guess so. The best way to handle their negativity is just to not be friends with Ole Miss fans. That's just simple as that. I, I don't speak to them. Quite easy. Yeah. Just tell them to get the hell out. Do you have to do that? What? Do you have to drop curse words while my mother's listening? All right. Let's let's have this discussion. Hell is not a curse word. All right? It, it is word, to my mother. It's in the Bible. The I, word itself is in the Bible. You were using it Are in a different... Are you telling me the Bible has curse you're words? You were using it in a different context. I disagree. And listen, I'm not the, I'm not the most clean-mouthed person on earth, but my mother's Juji, listening here. Juji, you just got to let me be me. All right? This is how God made me. He gave me a little bit of a foul mouth. I'm Father sorry. For, Father, forgive him for right. knows not what he does. Right. Alexandra Watson, is the phrase nitpicking in reference to treating someone for lice where you have to go through the hair strand looming for nits? If so, gross. I think it's where it came it, from. Is yeah. it? Yeah, it came from you picking nits. Wow, I had no idea. Makes sense, right? Yeah, I guess so. Like, it means that, you know, because you think about it, like, you're going over, like, really carefully, hair trying by hair. Trying to find a small, min- minuscule. That's what nitpicking is. Have you ever seen a lice? Yeah, like, they're not, that's not pleasant. Yeah, I've never seen My one. kids have been avoiding it, have avoided it to this point in their life. I think I would just shave my head. I, I remember, like, when lice was, like, this huge deal, too. Like, you don't hear yeah, about it as schools much and stuff. They would do lice checks on you and stuff, and you're like, I got, I was about, like, if I got lice, I might never come back from that. I would just shave my head. I would. Just, just yeah, forget I would it. Too. This is a really weird question from Play or Pass. Would you rather be the fastest man on earth, but you were blind anytime you walked or ran, or the strongest man on earth, but you couldn't walk whenever you picked up anything? I think I got to go with the strongest man here. Yeah. I don't want to ever be blind. What's I just want to be fast. Any... I'm going to run into things. I just I just wouldn't pick anything up if I yeah. if I could. But I mean, well, like, I mean like, how are you going to move? About it like this, though, like. I can't walk, right? But I mean, I could pick up a couch, yeah, like, you know, and and throw it or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. That would both of those things would be horrible. Yeah. 
All right, this is a question for you for Four Polk because I never had a. In, you had an N64? I absolutely did. Rank these N64 games 1080 snowboarding, WrestleMania 2000, oh. Ken Griffey Jr.'s Major League Baseball. This brings back so many memories, man. A WrestleMania 2000 is number one, bar none. This, this game was incredible. It was the first game that you really had entrances mm-hmm. and you could go into the crowd and go into the, uh, the ring and get weapons and things like that. It was so cool. Um, I used to rent this thing like every Friday. I wouldn't buy it. I just rented it from the video store because I was a cheapskate. That's number one. Ken Griffey uh, is number two. That was an awesome game. And then 1080s snowboarding. I had all three games, and um, they were awesome. I'm sorry you didn't experience N64. It's okay. With the little rumble pack in the uh, controller. I would love I would love to ask this next question, but I can't. Just go ahead. Just go ahead and be yourself. Go ahead and be yourself. Robbie, what is a candy ass? I think it's a Rudy Poo. A Rudy Poo. <sighs> That's what it is, right? Sure. Okay. Sounds good to me. I feel so bad now. I'm going to have to send your mom some flowers or something. I mean, this woman made you cinnamon rolls. I'll send her some flowers. I have a florist. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's move forward. Uh, Andy Losick, as the UMSU parents, we have learned to the show where to get coffee, ice cream, beef, smoked Southern Soul Food, Mexican fare with Mississippi Roots, and Bulldog merchandise. Now we need the skinny. Which airports are the most convenient and cheapest? Birmingham? Yeah, I, I was actually looking for planes yesterday to go to Omaha, and mm-hmm. Birmingham was the cheapest. Birmingham is... is, is it, it just didn't make sense for me, because I'm going to have to drive my car, my truck there, and park it. Yeah. It was it was going to be easier for me to go to Jackson. Yeah, if you're... If you're just flying in and you're going to rent a car, fly into Birmingham. Yeah. Now, if you're going to fly in and you got, if you got to park, I mean, you, you're not saving. And GTR is not a bad choice either. If you're, if you're flying, I was going to do GTR, but they're not flying out Saturday. Yeah, that, so. that's why. Yeah, GTR is not a bad airport though, for sure. Uh, let's see here. Now, now you're about to get into the to the mentions about the the five year old T ball game. That I was talking about on Twitter. I don't know that I am because I'm not. Uh, I'm looking at my mentions. Oh, okay, yours. okay. So. Kurt wants to know what's the biggest surprise for you about working with me daily. I have no surprises because I've experienced the yeah. full Brian Haydad experience many times. Yeah. Uh, for you We've know been working together all this time. Yeah, so I've seen him do radio and all that stuff. I've seen him be a, a mean person. It's true. It's true. So. Wade Jones, it is comparing apples to oranges, but let's compare them. What's the bigger upset, Arkansas, NC State, or Virginia, UMBC? It's clearly Virginia. Um, so are you talking oh basketball? Basketball. Yes, yes, yes. The sixteen because that was sixteen being the one because that had never happened before. Yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, no, no. For some reason, I had in my mind Virginia versus Dallas Baptist there. So no, 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 no. Uh, Rob Hadaway, where did Oppo Taco come from, and can we send it back there? I don't know, but that used to be a favorite of Kyle Niblett's. He did. He used to love to say Oppo Taco. I'm not a huge fan of Oppo Taco. Uh, let's see here. No question here. Just want to say I enjoyed you two having the same conversation last week that I always have in my head about the wins and losses against Kentucky in the 2000s, all of which I was present for and can never recall. Well, there you go. Uh, let's see here. 
Rob Hadaway. I had not seen what Ben Mintz looked like until Monday night. I was expecting Skinny with a perpetual four-day scruff and a mesh baseball cap curved into the shape of a U with barely visible eyes. Instead, he looks like clean-shaven Stingray. Why? Well, that's just how God made him. I don't know why he looks that Hey! Hey, I would tell you something. I would tell you a little something about what I saw this weekend at Duty Noble Field. That sounds like Harry Carey. <laughs> hey! Nico Cavadas like, up to that. He sounds like Harry Carey with about ten more packs of cigarettes. Nico Cavadas at the plate. Here's the fastball from Sins. Hey! <laughs> that ball's just been hammered. <laughs> Now, I, I, I really do think that Ben Mintz needs to come up with like a sponsorship with Ludens or Sucrets or somebody. <laughs> Get that man a cough drop. Ricola. He sounds like he smokes six packs a day. <laughs> I am personally very pleased, though, to see Brandon Walker trying to grow the game. I think this is a great thing. But Barstool needed somebody to take the mantle of college baseball. I'm glad Brandon Walker has tried to do that. So Yeah. Right. I'm hoping to see Brandon in Omaha yeah. and uh, perhaps get a steak I think or y'all, something y'all need to of make that, that happen. All right, if we if we skipped your question, I am sorry, but the, we like so we were a little bit of a time crunch today. It's Brian's fault. It happens tomorrow. We're going to talk a lot about Texas. Texas is back. Are they in baseball though? We'll find out. Uh, we'll talk with some. I think I got an interview lined up for tomorrow as well. So until then, for Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.